0: hi i'm bailey i'm heather i'm hunter and this is spookish <laughs> all right hello everyone hello um, good morning thank you.
1: <laughs> good,
0: good good morning, morning vietnam I guess these do get released in the morning so that's do they
1: ah i'm a genius
2: hunters (laughs) like i listen to every episode i know that
1: that's true
2: (laughs) we since our last episode last one
0: no two episodes ago lost colony episode we have had it confirmed by several people including mason (laughs) our research assistant um, that eating brains does in fact give you something like mad cow disease. It's not
2: good for you. Hunter was right. Ah, yeah. I'm just going ah. to say sorry to Hunter. Yeah,
1: they were so adamant about He's it. But so like, you-
2: well, we just had no <laughs> idea what you mean. We're talking
1: about zombies? I'm like what? <laughs> How are we even having this conversation?
2: And I- it's just it's funny cuz like a, you know some brains are like a delicacy, but so I've never thought yeah. about human brains being mm-hmm. So apparently me and heather need to research what body parts are acceptable to eat
1: yeah i don't understand how you haven't looked that up (laughs) apparently when you cook human flesh it kind of looks like pork you know what i mean what's
2: the the best part of the body to eat
1: hunter Uh, probably the quad if i had to
2: guess (laughs) (laughs) maybe some shoulder
1: all i know is i have thought about if i was trapped on an island with one of my brothers and i had to kill and eat them i would go for the quad first because it's the most meat you know but you know, I thought the whole yeah. brains mad cow thing was, like, well-known, like, Commonon. quicksand. And I thought, like, all kids knew <laughs> it, but, like, it didn't matter.
2: It, it, we thought Roanoke was well-known, too, but... Look at us. It, Look at all what? of us learning. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> the point of the pod. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I just have never thought about it before. Yeah, me neither. Anyway, thanks for teaching us. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah you're, and then, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, we did have a poll complete for our Skinwalkers episode. We asked if people believed in Skinwalkers and if they learned something new from the episode about Skinwalkers. 80% said yes, they believed in them and yes, they learned something. And the other 20% said they don't believe, but everyone learned something. So,
2: oh, heck yeah! Good job, Bailey.
0: Apparently, you're oh, a yeah. teacher. Yeah, I be won't be
2: fired. <laughs> If they ever do like a job evaluation, I'm like, listen to my podcast and look at these poll results. Tell me I'm <laughs> wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think the people
0: who like don't believe in skinwalkers, I literally just think it's people that didn't live around them growing uh-huh. up. Uh huh. My, I know my husband was one of the people that said no, but he knew nothing about skinwalkers until
2: like our episode. So and that's crazy.
1: The thing is, to me, we didn't even get into like the scary, scary stuff. You know, we kind of just covered the basics.
2: Yeah, there's a oh, there's a lot don't research it but also like if you want to you know godspeed
1: <laughs> yeah Godspeed. there's plenty of stuff yeah. for you to find
2: we appreciate you guys
0: participating in the polls and those of you who don't please go vote now on the last yeah. episode polls and the axe murder house polls to participate in the polls you just go to spotify find our podcast on there type in spookish we'll pop up and then click on the episode and scroll down so click on whichever episode you want to do. So click on the Lost Colony episode. You scroll down, and then the polls will be right underneath the description. Not that hard to find, but
2: please vote. Yeah, come on. Your founding fathers died for your right to vote. And,
1: and that first American girl. girl.
2: Yeah, Elizabeth there. Yeah. Virginia.
1: Virginia there.
0: So Virginia. <laughs> you guys learned a lot.
1: We always appreciate pupils. all the uh, all the activity and everything though for sure means a yeah. lot yes, but uh, thank you fun to see. i think that's
0: about it for like housekeeping stuff today
2: um so are you guys ready to talk about nessie i'm yes. so excited yesy yes. i'm ready to talk about nessie yes <laughs> yes-y. yesy
1: yesy
0: i always think the topics i pick are cool but once i start researching them i realize that they're like way cooler than i actually thought even uh-huh um, this one I thought would be kind of lame just because it's like everyone knows about Nessie, but it's like there's some cool stuff. Let's see. Like, for example, she was referenced in the Twilight movies. Yeah, the best scene in the whole franchise.
1: What? <laughs> yeah. Was she really?
0: I'm going to put the clip in the little audio recording. Nessie? You nicknamed my daughter after
2: the fuck is Monster? Then she beats Jacob up. Oh, that yeah. is that the Iconic. last one? Yes. Yeah. Breaking Down Part Two. So yeah bad. I
1: saw that one in theaters opening night oh for real I actually saw like most of them somehow opening night I don't I don't want i would never planned it just kind of happened
2: because yeah. they were so fun
1: yeah it was just a party
2: yeah so that's like a
0: like unforgettable moment yes unless you're hunter I guess he forgot about it <laughs> <laughs> I
1: remember the battle at the end that was fun it
0: yeah, was yeah. a good scene and then it's all nothing Actually, happened.
1: Like, nah, it it was, was all a dream. A dream.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love Twilight. Big fan. Chose Nessie because like Hunter and I like our ancestors are Scottish. Why? Oh, our grandma's maiden name was Macdonald, which is like as Scottish as you can get. That's so Scottish. My last name's Kerr now. Kerr is Scottish as well. Very oh. Nice. I've always been kind of obsessed with Nessie just because our family talks about her. You guys probably know quite a bit about her as well, so I'm just assuming that this episode there's not going to be any blank slates, Correct. which is refreshing. Good for us. Yeah, Look at us.
1: I've never studied her, though. I pretty much only know it from, like, the Scooby-Doo. picture. And Scooby-Doo, of course. Yes. I was going to say pop a... culture, but Scooby-Doo works. There's that movie.
0: Culture. A movie came out in 2007, The Water Horse oh, Legend yeah, of Water the Do yeah.
2: you remember oh, that one? Oh, my gosh. Uh,
0: yes. It wasn't great. No. no but that's... that was there too. But yeah, there's a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of like, there's thousands of sightings of her, hundreds of like pics and videos, and it would literally be impossible to mention it all just in one podcast episode. So I'm just trying to highlight the important things. No, and no. it might sound like I'm just like barreling through them, but... You kind of have to. You there's have a lot to, to yeah. get through. There's so much. So I'm just going to start with talking about Loch Ness a little bit. Loch is the Scottish word for lake. I think most of us know that. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Loch Ness is a freshwater lake. It's about 23 miles southwest of the city of Inverness, um, located in the Scottish Highlands. So northern Scotland. The loch is named for the river ness, which flows into it. And the ness is derived from a Celtic word meaning roaring one because it's a Mm. roaring river. So Loch Ness means like roaring lake
2: lake roaring river <laughs>
0: yeah yeah on one side of on the southern end of loch ness it's connected to loch oich by river oich, oich. and
1: then, and oich. the
0: northern end connects to loch for via the river ness which ultimately leads to the north sea i just think that's important to know geographically because when you're in loch ness it's connected to other waterways and you could even get out to the sea mm. Um, which is important if you're going to house a monster. Right. Right. Loch Ness is 755 feet deep at the lowest point. And just hearing that, I couldn't really fathom how deep it is, but I dared to hear one person describe it as taking Big Ben, the big clock tower, if you put it on the bottom of the lake and then stack on top of it the London Eye and then put a person on
2: top of that...
0: then if they're on their tippy toes, they might be able to break the surface of the lake.
2: Oh my gosh. That's like the world's strangest math problem. Well, a- <laughs> big Ben stacked it on the big, uh, how tall is
1: the funny thing is that usually comes from America's, but they're like big, big it's Ben. Pretty- like yeah. how many washing machines <laughs> tall is it? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's what what we really need to know. The American version of that. I need
0: like visualize it. Like how yeah. deep it is cuz like I can't fathom it just like hearing
2: it seven hundred feet. You're like, "Okay, hey, cool, that's a big okay. number." Yeah, but like, I've never seen Big Ben.
1: I don't know how big he really is.
2: He's pretty big. Think about it like three statues of liberty stacked on each other.
1: You think I've yeah. seen the statue of liberty? That's on the other side of my country. I don't well, live over seen, there.
2: you've seen pictures.
1: Yeah, that's true, but you know, they're all kind of different sizes. Hunter, what
0: what have you seen?
1: Um like cows. <laughs> yeah, tell me how many cows deep this <laughs> lock is. wait. Let's
2: wait. See. How, tall how tall are cows? Is what, three, four feet up. The, the average shoulder? dairy cow has an overall height of about five feet. Nice. Okay. So seven fifty-five divided by five. <laughs> 151.
1: 151 yeah. cows stacked on top of each <laughs> other. That's crazy.
2: is that easier there's plenty of
1: room for a freaking monster i'll tell you that much
2: that's like every cow and snowflake stacked on each other (laughs) wow (laughs) a beautiful
0: visual thank you (laughs) loch ness is it's the second deepest body of fresh water in the united kingdom it spans a surface of 21.78 square miles which makes it second in size of lakes in great britain by surface area it's a lot bigger than i thought it would be and then by volume, it is actually the largest lake in the UK, just because of how incredibly deep it is. So. That
2: is, I didn't realize, I knew it was deep, but I didn't realize it was that deep.
0: Yeah. It, 151 it
2: contains, cows deep. That's crazy. Yeah. It contains more water than all the
0: lakes of England and Wales combined. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Go luck, Ness. Good for her. It's a long and thin shape. It's 23 miles long and then one mile across. It's yeah, you can easily, I easily see on the other side. No, Twinkie shaped.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah twinkie shape see
0: across it. It came from a glacier in the last ice age. It gouged into the earth about 10,000 years ago. So that's how it was created, which is important if you're talking about theories. So that's why I bring
2: it up. Really? But also okay. geology is just super cool. So I wouldn't mind hearing that anyway. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to mention
0: that. And then also the visibility in the water is really low. Because Mm. the soil surrounding the lake has a high peak content. So it's just very murky. Uh, Pretty dark. Yeah, hard to see. And extremely deep, obviously. I think most of us are familiar with the Loch Ness monster. She's basically a giant sea creature living in the Loch Ness. And has been spotted by hundreds, and, if not thousands of people. And the lore surrounding her is very old. Bailey actually was able to visit Loch Ness.
2: Mm -hmm. and (laughs) Why don't you tell us how that went? Yeah, I totally <laughs> got to see Nessie through my bus window, it's out on the lake. I've it's seen true. the pictures. I, it's true. I did send pictures. They'll have to be posted so you can see what I'm talking about. Yeah, we'll post them. <laughs> I was saying this earlier, but she stayed so calm and clear during the photo shoot. She was amazing. Yeah. Majestic, really. No, but for real, when we got there. So yeah, we got to go visit Loch Ness. It was really exciting because you know you grow up hearing about the Loch Ness monster and there's that little part of your brain that's like what if I actually see her though. Even yeah. though you know you won't, there's that little part that's like but what if? And so, you got that hope. Yeah, it, we
1: you show up and it's like when you get to the Grand Canyon, you're like, "Oh, this is just uh exa- it's just some water." All right.
2: Okay. <laughs> so, but that's that was the sad thing is that we got there and we were going to go on a boat tour throughout the lake and then we we walked up with our ticket and they're like the boat just broke uh we can't do tours the rest of the day and we're like what the heck oh sad. so we just <laughs> walked around the lake and took some pictures so nessie was on vacation and after she broke the boat dang wow. yeah but it was still really cool yep. to be there
1: you know yeah, even know. celebrities need breaks every exactly. now and then
2: she's a girl boss i didn't even mind cool. it was still cool to see the lake it was really dark in the water yeah really windy all mm, the yeah. people around You could tell they're just like these old Scottish people. They're so used to people coming by and they were just out of their front porches saying hello to everyone. It was really cute. How was the weather? It was warm, but really windy. Yeah. I actually, I'll have to show you guys another picture of, I was standing by the sign that said, welcome to Loch Ness. And my hair is just out. (laughs) It's
1: wild. (laughs) It's straight sideways.
2: Pretty much. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty cool that we, one of
0: us has actually been to a site of one of our episodes.
2: I didn't see her, but I felt her presence
0: in my heart. We got a pic of her. I did. We'll post the pic. Yeah. <laughs> Around Loch Ness, there are standing stones. Do you guys know what standing stones are? They're just the, the rocks that point straight up. They look kind of like Stonehenge.
2: Oh, okay. I was thinking something different. But yes, so just, I know what you mean.
1: Just rocks that stick out of the water? All right.
0: No, so they just stick up
2: out of the ground. Oh so like rocks
1: okay <laughs> they're so just they're like, just normal rocks they're like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're like tall hot. thin
0: like door shaped rocks not exactly square oh,
2: but like oh, standing like, stones like in um, have you seen outlander, outlander?
0: yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> those are standing stones yes okay, okay all right wait hunter have you seen outlander
1: i've seen parts
0: okay well, yeah. My sister yeah, made me watch parts of which, of it with her. She which
2: parts, hunter.
1: I don't remember.
2: <laughs> Inappropriate
1: the the main dude the... was a redhead. I remember that. And I was like, hey Jamie. This is Jamie. one good-looking redheaded man. That's what I remember thinking.
2: You are correct. <laughs> standing stones. <laughs> we now know what standing stones are because
0: that's how Claire found Jamie. Thank you, Outlander. But near Loch Ness, there are some standing stones that have been carved. Um, they were carved by the Pictish people. And that was a group of indigenous tribes who lived in the Scottish Highlands in the first century of AD. Pictish people clearly revered animals and they carved tons of them into standing stones. All of those animal pictures, carvings, are really easy to recognize and identify the animals. Except for one animal. They don't know what it is. I'll add a picture of the carvings to our Instagram page with this episode so you can look at it to see what I'm talking about. Um, But the unrecognizable beast is described as having an elongated muzzle or snout a head spout so like a blowhole mm-hmm. and flippers instead of feet. The head looks kind of like a like a seahorse. Some scholars refer to these carvings as a swimming elephant because it has like that long snout. This, so this Pictish beast is the earliest recorded physical evidence of some kind of a sea monster inhabiting
2: Loch Ness. Can oh. elephants swim? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Good for them.
1: <laughs> I honestly thought Loch Ness started when that dude took that really crappy black and white picture of Nessie. <laughs> I didn't know that it was like an urban Ancient legend. Uh, they had They had cave evidence.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Scottish folklore is actually full of large monsters living in waters from streams to large lakes. They're usually referred to as like water horses or kelpies. One story is that the water horses lure children to the water by promising them a ride on their backs, and then once the kid climbs on, their hands become stuck to the creature, and it drags them to a watery grave. Right. Always
2: and the watery grave. That's a low surrender. blow.
1: If I was a kid and I saw a real life Lapras,
2: and they're like, I, "Come on, move back." They're like, "Yeah, Dude,
1: hop on." I'd be like,
2: <laughs> "Don't <have laughs> no ask, no questions which asked, one. <laughs>
1: asked. Say less, and I would go." Who needs puppies in a van when you got a you got a water horse <laughs> who can talk to you apparently.
0: And then for some reason after the kids are drowned, their liver will wash ashore. Oh.
1: Their uh, what? Liver? Liver.
0: I don't know. That's that's the story. Uh, that's the folktale. Alright. Interesting. Um,
1: but I thought I'd throw
0: that in because who doesn't want to know that? <laughs> I certainly did. There's nothing
1: left but his lever.
0: Scottish people are kind of notorious for seeing like water monsters for a
2: very long time, for centuries. And just their their whole thing. funny thing about Scotland is that it's so mythical in a way, because I mean, straight up on mm-hmm. their flag, they have a unicorn. Yeah. Heck
0: so they yeah. they're There's very into that.
2: Exactly. They're very into the fantastical stuff, which is so funny when you see, think about their history and like how proud they are as like warriors and whatever. But they're like, Fairy. yeah unicorns and fairies and kelpies yeah yeah, yeah. we love it's them amazing it's amazing might not be
0: a lot of physical evidence of these sea monsters but word of mouth for centuries i think is pretty powerful a lot of oral mm-hmm. record one of the first references written references to a monster in loch ness came from a biography about saint columba who was an Irish saint credited with introducing Christianity to Scotland. According to the biography, in 565 AD, Columba was near Loch Ness when he saw a large group of people gathered around the remains of a human. He was informed that a beast in the lake had attacked the man while he was out swimming. To test the idea of a murderous monster in the lake, Columba sent out one of his men to attempt the swim in the same area as the dead man.
2: That's so messed up! I know! I know! Thanks, St. Columba.
1: Hey, you know it was just some duties he, he found at a pub.
2: Yeah. He's yeah, like, was I'll said. buy
1: you four drinks.
2: And, <laughs> and the guy was, like, was probably already super drunk. He's like, okay, yeah. I'll go over there. It's so kind of messed up, um, but as
0: his man swam, Columba saw a large creature stalking him, and then just as the creature neared to make the attack, Columba raised his hand and evoked the name of God and commanded what? the monster to go back and leave the man alone. The beast... Um,
2: obeyed Columbus' request, and his what? man was safe. Nessie <laughs> is a woman of God.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool and all, but like, uh, wasn't one of the first things you said that the lake is like really hard to see? It's real murky and deep. How how how'd Mr. Columbus see it from the shoreline?
0: Well, you can see. I I doubt it was that far off. But if it's but only you a mile can wide, see it under the water, like yeah. waves and stuff.
1: I'm not buying it.
0: really see her. Okay.
1: Sounds like <laughs> propaganda.
0: Do I believe St. Columba's story? I don't know. But this story gave him some good rep nice. as a powerful man of God and helped him in his missionary efforts. Uh, okay. So, yeah, propaganda. Hunter's right. So there might be some <laughs> other motivations for, to fabricate that story, <laughs> but the Scottish people ate it up. They love the Loch Ness monster. They it is a good tale. powerful saints.
1: Well, it's probably because it was like one of the first big popular foreigners coming in and confirming. They're like, I- I'm totally with the locals. There's a monster in here. They're, they're like, like oh, too? we love him.
2: He's like, yeah, totally. Actually, the other day I said, you know, get back in the name of God and it listened. So if it listened to me, you should listen to me too. And the people are like, Holy crap, he's right.
1: Yeah, this I man's believe- thinking four steps ahead.
2: Yeah, so that's the first
0: written reference to Nessie. The very first one are those carvings, but that's not really written. Yeah. So yeah. What
2: year was the was St. Columbo and everything? 565 AD. Wow, okay.
0: Yeah, so Nessie's really old. Um and there are at least a dozen other like pre-20th century references to the monster in Loch Ness, but those are like the most important ones. Like I said there's a lot to go through, so we'll be settled with Columba.
1: Nope. Um,
0: But the biggest stir in the Loch Ness fandom came in (laughs) 1933. The road along the shore of the Loch had just been redone and people finally had clear views of the northern side of the lake. A local couple was driving home one afternoon and they saw, quote, an enormous animal rolling and plunging on the surface, end quote. Their account was published in the Inverness Courier, which is just a magazine. Well, I guess a newspaper. And the media coverage of the Loch Ness monster has been highly sought after ever since. So, sightings rolled in after that, with one couple claiming a giant beast with an animal clutched in its jaws lumbered across the road ahead of them and disappeared into Loch Ness. Notably, they reported not noticing any legs on the creature. And then, one British circus offered a reward of 20,000 pounds, which is the currency in Great Britain, to anyone who could capture the creature. And the frenzy of Nessie madness began. I knew that was coming.
1: I was like it's Perfect. only a matter of time till somebody throws up a giant bounty.
0: Where's the money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that attracted hundreds of hunters, boy scouts, outdoorsmen, boatsmen, fishermen basically, all the men descended from <laughs> Loch Ness. They were just determined to bring home the monster and the prize money.
2: You know, I, I'd like to imagine when you say, like, hundreds of hunters came. It's like actually, it's all people named Hunter. Yeah, <laughs> just I, Hunter.
1: I'm not super <laughs> self-absorbed or anything, but I was thinking the same thing. And didn't want to say it.
2: <laughs> That's my name. <laughs> could, could you imagine, like, all Hunters come and it's just like a group of men? They're like, I'm Hunter. I'm Hunter. I'm Hunter.
1: It'd be a party. Every Hunter <laughs> I know so is uh, is fun.
0: But yeah, so they, so they all came, and then in December of 1933, the London Daily Mail newspaper hired an actor slash film director slash big game hunter. Wow, what does name. he not do? Yeah, and he's he's named Marmaduke Wetherill. What? That's his name? <laughs> yeah, Marmaduke Wetherill to find wow. evidence of the creature. He's an actor. He's a director. He's That's a big game hunter, and his name is Marmaduke. His Marmaduke. name is
1: Marmaduke.
0: With a name like that, you have to be doing great things with your life. Honestly, yeah. we, we actually need to bookmark his name because we'll be coming back to Mr. Marmaduke in a bit. I will not forget yeah, Marmaduke. Yeah,
1: I don't think anyone's going to be forgetting okay. Marmaduke <laughs> anytime
0: soon. After only a few days at the lodge, Marmaduke discovered footprints of a large, four-toed animal on the shores of the lake. He took plaster casts of the prints he found and sent them to the Museum of Natural History in London. Ooh. However, within a month, museum zoologists concluded that the footprints were actually from a taxidermied hippopotamus foot. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh
1: so marmaduke. freaking the marmaduke. marmaduke's a fraud
0: well they're not sure if marmaduke himself did it or if he was just gullible but they think oh. that someone they used to have umbrella stands made out of like elephant feet and hippo oh. feet.
2: And so someone
0: probably had one of one of those and just stamped in some some cool little footprints
2: poor marmy he got he got played
0: yeah he, marmaduke got played and then the newspaper that hired him the london daily mail they hired him, paid him to investigate, and then they ran their own story, besmirching his attempts. Oh, and oh, oh, oh. making fun Ooh. of him for thinking that the hippo tracks were
2: not hippo tracks.
1: Oh man. But like, he, he was set up.
2: Yeah, he's from the UK. How would he know what hippo tracks look like off the top of his head? You know? I was gonna say, like, why would you assume hippo tracks if yeah, you're looking for real. Like a monster? Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah. So he's
1: an actor, you know, Poor guy. he's not out there. Yeah hunting those
2: is not a zoologist. Exactly.
1: Yeah. But he definitely got set up. They're like, okay, we're going to hire this out of towner. He's going to give us some publicity and then we're going to burn him and all the locals <laughs> are going to hate him and we're going to get so much money, you guys. And they're like, this is great. It's only going to cost like, awesome. one man's whole career, but he's yeah, a foreigner. Yeah, yeah. So we don't care.
0: <laughs> Pretty sad for Mr. Marmaduke. And then in 1934, we got our first picture of the creature. Um, mm. And the picture is the one we all know. It's iconic. It's Blastie. the creature's head and neck. It's kind of blurry, black and white, with a dinosaurish looking long neck and small head. Oh, yeah. Um, so this picture, like I said, was from 1934, and it was taken by a gynecologist named Robert Kenneth Wilson. And then he sold the picture to the Daily Mail, and it was published. And lots of people believed in the authenticity of the picture, because Mr. Wilson, the man who took it, was a doctor. So they're like, it's gotta be credible. He's a
2: doctor. We trust him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I bet he regrets selling that thing, though. Sold it to the newspaper. They're like, we'll give you 20 cents. He's like, deal! (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Maybe, yeah.
1: Or whatever pounds is.
0: Because it was from the doctor, it became known as the surgeon's photograph, among those who are interested in cryptology. So... That's what people call that one.
2: Was he a surgeon? Um, he's a
0: gynecologist,
2: so I don't freaking know.
1: I don't know either.
2: It, it was interesting. I guess they couldn't call it the gynecologist photograph because that'd be a way different Yeah,
1: <laughs> You can't exactly Google that.
2: So. Yeah, no. Yeah, probably not.
0: Lots of skeptics saw the picture and thought maybe the photo was like driftwood or an otter, maybe a bird. Um, but unfortunately, in, 19- in 1993, so... For 60 years, people believed that photo was evidence of the monster. In 1993, the uncropped image was studied by the makers of a documentary called Loch Ness Discovered. The uncropped photo has an edge where you can see the shoreline. And based on measurements of the ripples and distance from shore and how much of the shoreline they were able to see, they were able to ascertain that the object in the image was probably two to three feet long at most.
1: No
0: yeah so oh man isn't that sad it's like the one you know
1: oh so it was definitely driftwood
0: well since then most people agree that it's it was a hoax hear me out surgeons photograph
2: baby nessie
1: Baby Nessie,
0: (laughs) yeah, you could have a case for that if not for what I'm about to tell you.
1: (laughs) Unfortunately,
2: Nessie was a single mom, isn't that
1: what the horsey no seahorse water horse was all about?
2: Yeah, they found a baby one, huh? It's
1: like a a once, it was in the toilet. You lay one egg and then you die off, and then your egg hatches.
0: Yeah. yeah i think that was it <laughs> turns out that an article was published in the sunday telegraph detailing exactly how the picture had been faked the surgeon's photograph but no one really believed or paid attention to that article until 1995 when the documentary came out came out and disproved it the article detailed how marmaduke weatherill the hunter who we spoke of before we bookmarked mm-hmm. he had been shamed for the fake hippo footprints so he faked the surgeon's photograph to get back at daily mail Oh, and fool them the way he'd been fooled.
1: Wait, what? Wow. So
0: yeah, what about the burn. surgeon? Was this the surgeon burn.
1: all made up? Was he fabricated?
0: No, no I'll tell you. So Marmaduke hired a sculpture specialist to design the prop, which was built on a toy submarine out of wood putty.
1: <laughs> oh. So he hired,
0: some, hired a dude to do the sculpture and they tested their design for the monster in local ponds until it was stable and then they took it to Loch Ness where Marmaduke's son took the iconic image.
1: <sighs> so Marmaduke
2: shady lady. It.
1: Wow. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> we can trust Marmaduke.
2: Freaking but, Marmaduke, like, man. Kind of a power move, not Kind gonna of lie. justified. <laughs> yeah, he's like
0: I'm going to pull like the entire world for s- who knows how long cuz I screwed thought it me was over until like yesterday.
2: He, like, pulled off the biggest hoax of all time. Yeah.
1: Well, like, he didn't even take credit for it. He was just trying to, like, burn them, and it secretly worked out for him. And he's like, crap. My name's not even attached to this thing, and everyone believes it. We sold so many
0: issues for them. Yeah.
1: Wait, so how did did the doctor get attached to it? Because they're like, we trust this dude, but, like, that dude would have been like, I wasn't even there. (laughs) Like, I don't even know what's going on.
2: I'm not even a surgeon. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I guess... Um, Duke's son took the picture so the doctor wasn't at the lake while they did that but while they were photographing the toy with the sculpture they heard the water bailiff coming so Marmaduke sunk the prototype with his foot and it's still somewhere in the lake he was like and they took the images and gave them to Dr. Wilson the gynecologist the surgeon a friend of Marmaduke's who he said quote enjoyed a good practical joke. Oh, no way. So the doctor <laughs> was so
2: trustworthy. He's like, he's just trying to have a good time. That's <laughs> so funny. Oh, the people man. take you, you're like, we can trust this guy. And the doctor's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's giggling <laughs> behind his hands. Yeah.
0: Wilson sold the photo to Daily Mail. They published it. Fully believing the monster had been captured on film. So it was really just a very elaborate way to get revenge and make the Daily Mail look dumb because they made Marmaduke look dumb.
2: Now, nowadays, the Daily Mail makes themselves look dumb on yeah,
1: their own. Yeah, Daily
2: <laughs> Man, I feel so
1: cheated. I mean, obviously, all the Isn't cartoons like Scooby-Doo said, they told me it was a hoax, but I feel I cheated.
0: Know. I feel a great pick, though. I'm not going to stop loving it just because I know it's fake.
2: I honestly kind of like it more now because I think that's so funny. It's so petty. Man. It is. I'm all for that.
1: Man, that makes me sad. It's like the death of a legend. I really,
0: even though we know now that that picture was a hoax, it did have big ripple effects on those who saw it in the 30s. Same year that the photograph was published, a man named Edward Mountain financed a search for the Loch Ness monster, and they paid 20 men with binoculars and cameras, um, to be positioned around the Loch from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. for five weeks straight.
2: Wow, starting okay. in mid
0: July. So like. That's a lot. And it's all because of this picture, really. People are like, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they ended up taking 21 photos, but none were, like, conclusive. They could all kind Mm. of be explained away. They're like, that's a bird. That's a log. Mm. That's an otter. That's a sea. (laughs) Yeah, you get it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then one of the men who participated in the search was named James Fraser.
2: Fat James Fraser. (laughs) Outlander. Like the gasp.
1: Yeah. Oh, he's um, from Outlander. Is he the redhead?
2: Yeah, that's his name, that's Jamie Fraser.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
2: Yeah, redhead.
1: Yeah. It's so, all it's all connected. <laughs>
2: it's all interconnected. Yes, the t- the stones, the Loch Ness monster, Jamie. Jamie. It's all Jamie. Yeah.
0: So he, this man who wasn't Jamie from Outlander. <laughs> he, He stayed at the lock a little longer than all the other dudes like had already gone home and he took a video and it was evidence of the monster. But then Zuall just concluded his video was probably of just a gray seal.
1: Yeah, There's a lot of
0: videos and stuff that have come up and it's like, oh, that's just an otter or a seal.
1: It was smart. There was a reason the man who was financing it all said you can't be there too late. You know, when there's low light because I don't want any of this looking at a log and thinking Garbage. that it's Nessie. Yeah. Yeah. So that dude's like, I'm nocturnal. gonna stay a little longer. Oh, weird. First time I decide to do that, I see the monster. There it is.
2: But yeah, what if Nessie is nocturnal?
0: You're right. Then they're all yeah. screwed. And then in nineteen thirty eight, the chief constable of Inverness Shire, which I think is like the county equivalent of the county. Mm-hmm. Um Wrote a letter that the monster existed beyond a doubt, and the oh. hunting party had arrived with specially made harpoons to kill it. So he like had this letter published. Wow. Um, he was worried he wouldn't be able to protect the monster from the hunters, which is just like really sweet. Like, what a cutie pie. <laughs> that is really nice.
2: <laughs> girl um,
0: Scottish man's like, oh no, messy. He's <laughs> like, I'm seriously worried, guys. I have to make the general public aware of this. Yeah. Which is so cute. And just there's so many people that care about Nessie. Um, luckily the hunting party never found her either. So she's safe.
1: All I know Yay. is if you're going out there actually hunting for Nessie, screw you.
0: Yeah, screw yeah. you. You can well, shoot, shoot her with cameras,
1: but the second you go there planning to freaking drag her carcass to the shore, man. Messed up. I hope yeah. I hope she eats you.
0: I agree. <laughs> yeah. You've crossed a line. Yeah, so. Everyone loves Nessie so much so that from 1962 to 1972, a group of wealthy British people, including several members of parliament, formed a society called the Loch Ness Phenomena Investigation Bureau.
2: Oh. Oh. So Those 60s and
0: 70s. And then the purpose of the Bureau was to, quote, to study Loch Ness to identify the creature known as the Loch Ness Monster or determine the causes and report of it, end
2: quote if i were to join a government anything that's what it would be it'd be that
0: one yeah they did um they allowed people to join you just had to pay like a a membership fee and you were charged yearly but they did pretty well they actually received a twenty thousand dollar grant from the world book encyclopedia which funded a two-year program of daylight watches of the lock from may to october so Hmm that's
1: wild there's no way (laughs) the united states is making a bigfoot oh a bigfoot squad
0: yeah (laughs) i wish they would
1: i would i do too
0: a grant from like an encyclopedia group which is so funny that's so funny um
1: nuts they had funding to do this
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) they had several cameras set up near the midpoint of the lock and then cameras on mobile units that they could move around so that nearly 80% of the lock was being monitored. And they ended up finding nothing conclusive. Years after that, they just, they had people in outposts that would watch the lake. And then they had a few different exhibi- exhibitions, but really never really found anything. Bureau eventually disbanded, like I said, in 1972. Um, the time it did disband, it had 1,030 members. 588 of the members were actually from the UK. Oh, for real. Which is interesting. Like, almost half of them were just like not even from there. Yeah. Where were were they from? I don't know. Anywhere they're just
1: flocking to see Nessie.
0: I mean, if it was a thing today, I'd probably be a member. So
2: it'd be sick.
0: I bet America. Oh, I'm sure.
2: There's plenty of Americans. Americans can't keep their nose out of anything. They're, they for sure were there. Yeah. Yeah. Nessie's just so popular over the world. All
0: over. And in December of 1975. The esteemed science journal Nature—it's called Nature—published a paper on the Loch Ness monster. In it, the co-authors of the paper, Robert Rhines and Sir Peter Scott, gave Nessie a proper Latin binomial, which is the scientific name given to new species. Mm. Nessie's official Latin name is Nesseteris boterix. Nesseteris. <laughs> Way to
1: complicate things, boys
2: that's Which like roughly... nest the sounds like a harry potter name yeah yeah it
1: sounds like a spell yeah yeah it really feels like they didn't put much thought into it <laughs> yeah they're like maybe something that rhymes a little bit but like... they're like they like failed and it like they just said the same word twice basically but they were drunk they were on a like, deadline they were like, we have like this,
2: this things due at midnight it's like 11 59 like, oh, like that's it here. that's it the
1: one that's the official <laughs> put it in the book
0: <laughs> you said that. My my furniture's floating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it it roughly, roughly translates to Ness monster with diamond shaped fins. Oh, okay. okay. Roughly. Rhombus. So, oh, Rhombus. Rhombus, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. International Code of Zoological Nomenclature typically prefers specimens to be in hand before a creature's named.
1: Yeah, proof? But... Any <laughs> yeah. kind of proof?
2: Like, maybe physical proof? But they're like, what that... do you
1: got? And they're like, well, we have this photo that was a proven hoax. So they're, like, they're like, good enough.
2: We have a heart full of love. They're like, that's a it. A heart full of love. I've <laughs> been
0: made in the past by giving creatures a species name with photographs alone. So just like you said, <laughs> Nessie was named. She's uh-huh. officially a species. Yay. And it sounds like really dumb, like, why would they do that? But it was actually important. Um, lots of people cared so much about Nessie and wanted to protect her. And since she now had a Latin binomial, she would be protected under a UK species protection law. Oh, Oh,
1: okay. That's cool. I like yes. that.
0: So that meant she couldn't be captured and killed. So- if she was captured, she'd have to be released and survive the capture slash
2: release process. Or he could be persecuted by law. So the yeah. group of 20 guys named Hunter can't go after her anymore
1: yeah that's true if you go after her we're allowed to skin you alive by law
2: yeah (laughs) hopefully that's the the bylaw in the
0: uk
1: yeah scotland's a wild place uh...
0: (laughs) one scottish politician argued that the latin binomial so neceteris rhomboterics was actually an anagram i guess if you mix up the letters it spells monster hoax by sir peter s
1: <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: it's just so random. Did
1: you fact check that?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an anagram. It
1: actually is. Who's. <laughs> wait, what was the name? Robert S. Sir,
0: Sir Peter S. S. Oh, so, Peter it was written, the paper that named Nessie was written by two men Robert Rhines and Sir Peter Scott.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And, then, and then some Scottish <laughs> politician was like, it's just what? an anagram. Monster hoax by Sir Peter S. But then the author was like well if you mix up the letters it could also be an anagram for quote yes both pics are monsters r <laughs> so like signed with an r <laughs> so you could make yeah, an anagram, anagram out of anything <laughs> yeah it's not that special there's a lot of letters in there you know you can mix mix them up and spell monster and but also
2: like, what was that politician doing that he found that out i know <laughs> he's like i can prove him wrong it's an anagram it's an anagram
1: Well, we all know conspiracy people. They'll look for any angle they can find.
2: That's fair. He's like, I'm the smartest man alive. I've proven it.
1: (laughs) He's like, I'm so smart. They all voted for me because I'm the smartest.
2: He's like, I (laughs) am Lord
0: Voldemort. I knew it. Yes, I say Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) Lord Voldemort. So good. So good. Anyway, Nessie. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, Nessie. So the anagram probably means nothing.
1: Definitely
2: means nothing. Politicians
0: yeah. are haters. Yeah, we don't like them.
1: We don't trust them anyway.
0: Yeah. Um. But as technology advanced, people concluded that sonar would be an excellent way to find proof of Nessie's existence. There have been a ton of expeditions, including sonar. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm just going to summarize some of the big ones. In 1967, Loch Ness was a test site for sonar with a range of 2,600 feet. The sonar device was fixed underwater near a pier, and set out a sonar net in quotes (laughs) through which no living object could move without being captured or detected i guess the two-week trial captured multiple targets some moved in a way not typical of local fish and at speeds of up to 10 knots which is about 11 and a half miles an hour Hmm.
2: so that
0: was 1967
2: some of the stuff they found could be explained away but some of it could not do we know the average speed of a fish like because eleven doesn't seem eleven miles per hour <laughs> doesn't seem that fast. I don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know water speeds. <laughs> I
0: don't, I don't know because I kind of thought the same thing because I was like ten knots. That pro that's probably pretty fast. So I googled how fast it is and it's like eleven and a half miles an hour. I was like, oh, I don't know. Is
2: that like seem a lot? super fast for swimming? But I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not. Okay, no. I don't know. we can yeah, look later. I have no idea.
1: All I know is in third grade, I raced my school bus and he was keeping it at like 13 miles an hour and we were tied the whole time. So So, Hunter
2: can run faster than Loch Ness Monster can
1: swim. Yeah, Nessie (laughs) was either like cruising and going real slow or is an average fish.
2: Yeah, she was out for a joyride or she's slow as heck. Yeah. I assume
0: that's faster than the average fish, otherwise why would they freaking, it up. why would they include it? That's what <laughs> I was wondering, anyway, that just made me wonder. Yeah, so that was the first one with sonar, and then in 1972, researchers from Academy of Applied Science, led by Robert Rines, one of the authors of the Nessie paper, Nesseteris...
1: How many times yeah. are you going to try to sneak the full name into this? Because I'm, I'm loving it. It's like a drinking game. We got to remember it.
0: Take, I'm a, remember
2: take it. a shot every time Heather says Necoteris Rhomboterics. <laughs> yeah. So Robert Rhines, he was one of those
0: dudes. He led three different searches for the monster using sonar technology. The first was in 1972. They had an underwater camera and a floodlight set up underwater to capture images of things picked up by the sonar. Um One of their sonar readings showed a 10-foot-long object that had, quote, a highly flexible, laterally flattened tail, and its movement triggered the camera to take photos. The photos showed what appeared to be a rhomboid flipper in different positions. Oh my gosh, like that? the
2: name, Nesoteris
0: Rhomboterics.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my it's gosh. all making sense.
2: Coming together. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so the, the fact that the flipper was in different positions mean that the object had been moving. It wasn't just like a hoax or something set up there.
1: Do and they, they have manatees this... over there yonder that part of the world?
0: Um, no. Oh, uh, then it was necessary. There shouldn't be. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe she's a manatee, which I could get behind as well. Like I would love her just as much. Yeah, we manatees love are manatees. pretty cool. They're so cute.
1: Shout out to manatees. They're no longer endangered. Officially.
0: Oh, yay. Good for them. Good news of the day. Thanks, Hunter. You're welcome. (laughs) And then they they also had another sonar contact in which two objects estimated to be about 30 feet long were picked up. The camera photographed the two large objects surrounded by bubbles. So you can't really see what it looks like. But some say it looks like two plesiosaur-like animals. Oh, two? (laughs) Yeah. And a plesiosaur is the dinosaur that Nessie resembles. I think we all kind of know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Lapras, like Hunter said, looks like that without the turtle shell.
1: It it's exactly like you would imagine Nessie looks like.
0: Yeah, that's what the it's a a Nessie. plesiosaur looks like. So they say that these objects surrounded by bubbles looked like two plesiosauruses. Hmm. In nineteen seventy-five, that was another expedition by the same researcher, Mr. Rhines, who named Nessie Nesseteris rombaterix. <laughs> um wait captured one more, more time hunters. what was the name i didn't pick up
1: on it yeah yeah i didn't oh, catch that It's
2: that's it's nesoteris rhombateris. Oh, oh thank you okay
1: okay yeah I, i'm making a note of that yeah.
2: hunter did you get that good. one yeah you should okay, because okay. i don't know if i'll circle back so. okay i okay. first time i remember hearing it good to know same researcher
0: mr Rhines. he did another sonar trip where they captured more photos of unknown animals one of them had the neck head and upper torso of a plesiosaur-like animal and another depicted a horned gargoyle head
1: oh wait what year Um, was this that they're finding what is what
0: 1975
1: now Uh, with the sonar 70s sonar (laughs) they're freaking finding gargoyles down there Uh. well
2: it
0: was yeah it was (laughs) later found out that the gargoyle head well it was just an interesting looking tree stump (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny I'm recognizing a pattern the plesiosaur like animal was not identified as anything else they're Uh, just like that looks like that other animal we got a picture of mm -hmm. last time we were here Mm. it's pretty dope I think sonar is probably like the most compelling evidence of her so far just like they found several things that like they can't explain
2: Yeah,
0: and there's pictures and stuff I'll, I'll post some of
2: the pictures of her too that they've gotten on sonar and the fact it's been a couple times rather than just one
0: Oh, yeah, there's more, too. I'm going to go into a couple other ones. Um, Another one was in 1987. They called it Operation Deep Scan, where 24 boats with echo-sounding equipment were dispatched across the lock, and simultaneously they sent acoustic waves out. Readings showed contact with an unidentified object of unusual size and strength. Some theorized maybe it was debris at the bottom of the lock or a group of seals. But after examining a scan indicating a large moving object at a depth of five hundred and ninety feet, sonar expert Daryl Lawrence said, There's something here that we don't understand, and there's something here that's larger than a fish. Maybe some species that hasn't been detected before. I don't know.
2: Hmm.
0: So that's just another, I mean, they can't really explain it away. They just they're seeing these large things on sonar that
2: well.
1: We have I, no I believe that, as we for. all know, technology peaked. In the year of our lord 1987 so <laughs> yeah very so true they know what they're talking about
2: way more stress in 1975 <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: for real <laughs> and in 2001 Rhines, the researcher who headed spearheaded two other sonar trips he videotaped a v-shaped wave traversing the still lock water on a calm day that would then, be cool
1: to see in person. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I would love that. Yeah. That'd be sick.
0: They also, on that trip, videotaped an object on the floor of the lock resembling a carcass with marine clamshells and fungi not normal in freshwater locks, mm. suggesting a connection to the ocean and possible entry for a larger creature.
2: Okay.
0: So that's pretty interesting to find like biological evidence of maybe something made its way from the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. And then in 2003, another sonar expedition was sent out, but they ended up not finding anything odd or out of place. And then it was in line with a documentary of some kind, and they used their single expedition as proof to be like, yeah, she doesn't exist. We sent out a group of people to sonar. But then they didn't even consider, like, all the past people, so... Uh, we don't like that expedition. They went yeah. with an agenda, and Bad. They, met, they met their agenda. Bad expedition. Yeah. Bad
1: science.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that's all the sonar ones. There are other ones, but those are, like, the big ones with, like, the coolest findings. Okay. People are always looking for Nessie, you know? There's been so much hunting. Another, this, okay, this story is really funny, <laughs> but <laughs> in 2016, a Norwegian company used a robot to investigate the depths of Loch Ness. It showed them images of a 30-foot object with a wide body and a long neck and a small head, exactly the way we picture Nessie on the floor of the lake. Upon observing the object, they noticed it was not moving, and later they found out that it was actually a 30-foot model of the Loch Ness Monster. (laughs) (laughs) It was an old film prop. No, <laughs> that was used for the movie *The Private Life of Sherlock Holmes* in 1969. Oh my, oh my
1: gosh. gosh, they filmed it. They were like on we the lock. We caught. And then <laughs> their prop just sank. They're like, dah.
0: Yeah, no, that's exactly what happened. So that's the so original funny. design, the, in the original design, the prop had like two humps on its back, and the director said he didn't like how the humps looked, so they deflated the humps, but the humps were holding it up because they had air.
1: Right. And
0: so oh. without them, the prop sank to the bottom of the lock and they just never recovered
2: it. They are like, eh. and, so, <laughs> and so in
0: 2016, the Norwegians are like, we found something.
2: Like, we're making it's history. Just it's, just a, a it's just of a of Nessie blow-up lock. doll. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's <laughs> so funny.
1: Just,
0: just based on, like, the shape, the measurements, and the location of the object, they could pretty conclusively say, yeah, that was that was my bad that was our prop from the movie that's so that's good That's not a monster
1: they're like this robot cost us 12 million dollars and we just found a beach ball down there but you know, <laughs> yeah cool. it's super
0: funny though you can see like i'll post a picture of like the scans that yeah. the monster's right back you can see like the shape of nessie but it's just like on its side it's just sitting there it's like eh. yeah just
2: laying there it's, like, it's really or Norwe-
1: norwegian scientists they're like we're famous we We did did
2: it it. we found it (laughs) we made history
0: (laughs) oh Oh, not bad that was just from when we uh littered a lot and then i just have one more one more thing of research about nessie that has been conducted she said i feel like she's the most researched freaking cryptid ever
2: so she's like the taylor swift of crypto cryptids (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) sounds like people just take it seriously
2: yeah, they've invested so much money in her. Yeah, because here's the um, thing. Since it's connected to the ocean, the ocean is so big and unexplored, you can never say for sure what isn't 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 there. Well, you can no, say for sure what is there. Yeah. You can't for sure say what isn't there. So who knows? Nessie could be living in the ocean and just make little summer trips. I know,
0: yeah. that would be totally possible.
1: It's true. I'm a whale biologist, and I don't know if you know this, but... Most no, of the world is water. <laughs> we don't even Good know job. what lives on the land and that's just a little part of the world. So. There's
2: two yeah. things Hunter knows. it don't eat brains and that the world is a lot of water.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, you can
2: trust him on that.
1: Yeah, trust me.
2: He was right <laughs> last time. He'll be right this time.
1: <laughs> oh, wait. I did want to say I think one of the reasons that this is so well res- respected and people believe it uh-huh. is because Nessie is a girl thing. The fact that it's like possibly like Girl. a mother and like maybe the last of its kind and like we need to protect it, I think that's a big help.
0: Maybe I mean she's endeared herself to me for sure. Exactly,
1: <laughs> we love Nessie. Big, big fan. fan. Imagine <laughs> if this name was like Nathaniel or like Marmaduke, we would hate it. You know?
0: Exactly, <laughs> just not the same ring. Yeah. Okay, okay if she was named Marmaduke, I'd... there is a dog. I still Marmaduke, like remember? her. so last group of researchers that i'm going to highlight here was in 2018 a group of researchers from various universities did a dna survey of loch ness process is called environmental dna or eDNA. in it they take samples of the water and identify every species of animal dna present wow to form a complete look at what lives in the body of water that's crazy how far science has come i know isn't it so basically living things um, they're just constantly sloughing off skin cells. They leave behind DNA and saliva, excrement, urine, dead bodies, scales, etc. And then the water carries that DNA and can give us a glimpse at species that inhabited the area. And then after matching up all the DNA found with species that they know of, which is a painstaking process, apparently it takes a really long time to obviously go through every single piece of DNA in the water. The results of this study was published in 2019. And unfortunately, no DNA of large fish, such as sharks, sturgeons, nor catfish were found. So that rules out um, a lot of Nessie theories there. Mm. Curiously, though, there was
2: no otter or seal DNA found either. Oh, really? Which is weird because... That's a lot of... That's a thing people say they see a lot of. Yeah, people
0: have seen otters and seals there. Like, we know that they're in the lake. Um, The researchers said that there probably just weren't enough living there to be captured in the sample. But we do know for sure that there are some, obviously, that inhabit the lake. Um, One thing they did find, though, was plenty of eel DNA. Um, University representatives said that they could not rule out the presence of eels of extreme size. Oh, gross. None have ever been found or caught. So maybe Nessie is a large eel, or maybe just like the seals and otters, she only lives in the lock part-time, and isn't there enough to leave a ton of DNA
2: all over the place. Uh, so, yeah. so it's
0: like, everything's just inconclusive. Yeah. Everything.
2: It's like, we found something, we can't prove it, but we don't know what it is. So very much it is a, it's a, maybe, maybe not, we don't know. Yeah, it's very unknown.
0: It's like, there's something there, because they keep hitting upon all these unknowns, but...
1: It, it wouldn't be an eel. Is. There's no way an eel sticking up out of the water like a freaking snorkel. But <laughs> eels are nightmare it. fuel, and they look like aliens. So if somebody's yeah. on an eel, I wouldn't blame them.
0: I mean, could be. Maybe that's what they're seeing underwater in their scans and stuff. True. Um, <laughs> some of the common way to explain away sightings of her is that maybe it's a Wells catfish, which have been known to grow up to 13 feet long. Maybe it's a log, the dinosaur, the plesiosaur is a marine reptile it breathed air and it's extinct now it's been extinct for millions of years but there was actually another dinosaur that we believe to be extinct but has recently resurfaced like in africa and it was the Silicant dinosaur
2: oh really so
0: it could be possible that maybe a plesiosaur is hiding out over there but we just don't know about it you know it's true the That's ocean
1: some of the best stuff
0: yeah, and they breathed air, so they have to like surface to breathe and then come back down. The plesiosaurs did, so that's wild. Um, another theory is that maybe it was all these pictures and sightings of monsters in the lock were actually elephants. Um, ah! One, two- <laughs> one historian what? from 2006, he said that like, oh, back in the day, traveling circuses would come to the lock and let the animals out <sighs> to roam. And the elephants really like swimming, so people probably just saw that and thought it was a monster. Yeah. So this one guy threw that out there once. So The I freaking Highlands
1: there. are known for their elephants that roam around the <laughs> loch.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like, I guess it would make sense if you're from Scotland, you live in this little village, and you just see an you elephant see an in the water, elephant. you'd probably be like, what the heck? But still, yeah, yeah that's, that's bizarre. <laughs> kind
0: of a reach.
1: That guy's dumb. He's just trying to throw his hat in the ring. Don't say his name. We we don't don't want to make him famous.
2: Don't give him credit.
0: Our brother Brennan, he's he's showed me this meme when I told him what our topic was going to be this week. And it's of a whale penis. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently sometimes they'll surface and like their penis is just like hanging out and it kind of curves like a neck, like a Nessie. Don't worry, I'll, people. will post a picture. I guess. We'll
1: post it, creeps.
0: <laughs> so, thanks, Brennan, for that. You're injury. like,
1: shout out to Brennan. But, Brennan, how he's how real. did you saved. have that on saved. hand?
2: That's what I was he had it saved. Say. It was in his pictures on his phone. He was, like, fact, he was like, so readily, he's like, look at this.
0: <laughs> he didn't even know that was our topic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well penis could be an eel, could also be a Greenland shark, which those can reach up to 20 feet in length and are pretty creepy looking. Disgusting. Yeah. Didn't
1: you say earlier that the biggest one I think I heard was like 30 feet? One of the scans said they saw something 30 feet.
0: Oh yeah, that was the um the prop was 30 feet. <laughs> <laughs> it, But there was one that had two animals. Let me see.
1: The bubbles one, where they're surrounded by yeah, bubbles. the bubbles.
0: Oh yeah, they were thirty feet, and the bubbles one too. Ah, I knew
1: it. I was going to say it was around the the eleven knots discussion.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: They would have to be a pretty big, like catfish or Greenland shark, to have been what was captured on
2: the scans. It would have to that be a world
1: record. Of those. The,
2: the water is a sketchy place. I don't trust the ocean.
1: Yeah.
2: I respect it, but I'm not getting in it. There's no point. It's usually cold anyway. Exactly, nope. and it's salty, and salt. And don't even get me started on the sand.
1: Yeah. yeah it's rough coarse. Of course it gets, it gets everywhere
2: <laughs>
1: have they tried any other technology heather do you have any of the any new scientists other than robots that just find sherlock holmes props
0: <laughs> it's just really deep is the thing so it's hard to like send a person
2: down there why can't they send that little thing that they found the, the titanic station. with
1: a submarine
2: didn't that just kill someone <laughs> no, no, done? no, 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 I mean, like in the movie, the little robot thing with the camera. Oh, like,
1: is that I, just a, that a submarine with a camera?
2: Are you volunteering to go down? No, but I would volunteer to man it like up above the ocean of the water.
1: I'd go down
2: if it's like a little drone. I wouldn't, I'm scared.
1: Please. Well, that's kind of
0: what, like what the robot was that they sent down.
1: Please, when was the last time you heard of somebody uh, going in a submarine and dying?
2: Literally this year. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean?
1: (laughs) Nothing will go wrong.
2: I've
0: never heard that happen. That's pretty much really how for Nessie. She's been, people invested in her. And people believe enough to send scientists over and over and over again to find her. And sometimes they just find film props. But yeah, I'm grateful anyway. It's a great story. It's true. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for listening to spookish today you can further support our podcast by leaving us a review or rating follow us on instagram at spookish podcast for pictures of today's episode if you have any spookish experiences you'd like to share with us please send them to spookish podcast at gmail.com and we might share them in a future episode all our sources will be in our show notes if you're interested in researching today's topic further until next time stay spookish